Well, guess what, guys? We're back, and Buddy made me open the podcast. Right, I didn't this make time. him. I literally asked. And uh, asked him if he was doing it. I thought he was doing such a good job before. I didn't have an issue opening. He wanted me to do it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Leadership <laughs> Podcast. Um, I'm your co-host, and we have the one and only, uh, the reason why, Teacher we're, Jenkins. why we're here. That's who's here. Pastor Cody Spencer, <laughs> the leader of Leadership Podcast in Oprah Conference. Today, we will be talking about, uh, what was it again? How to protect How culture. to protect culture. <laughs> How to protect culture, which is so important. Yes. And uh, I, honestly, like, I'm cool with keeping these pretty casual, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about culture. Yeah. It is like a super heavy and important topic, but mm. I even think like heavy and important things don't have to be like you're in a lecture for yeah. six hours. That's yeah. terrible. That sounds horrible. Yeah, that sounds very horrible. I'm super out on that. I'm really big out on that. Lectures, I'm good. School, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting thing, but it has nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with what we're talking about. I don't know how we got here. But we're not going to restart. So lock in. Here we are today. We're talking about how to protect culture. We talked about building a kingdom culture, what a kingdom culture is, what culture is, how to make culture. We've talked about all these things, but ultimately you got to realize like you have to protect culture. Yeah. Because people are always, in a sense, most people are transient where, you know, like most people aren't going to be doing one thing for 20 years. Yeah. So if they're on a team... Well, in a couple of years, they're probably going to be on another team. Mm-hmm. If they live here, it's likely that they'll move yep. and someone else will move here yeah. and people rotate and move and shift and whether it be a role or where they live. But ultimately, that means that a culture can't always remain the same because people are leaving, people mm-hmm. are coming yep. and people take culture with them and people bring yep. new culture with them as well. So you have to be able to to not only articulate it, but to protect it. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't protect what, what you're building, mm-hmm. then again, it goes back to podcast one, what is culture? And without defining a healthy, good culture, then it can become toxic. Yeah, It can become what it never was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it will never accomplish what it was designed or meant to accomplish from God and the leadership team. Yeah. So you have to realize like protecting culture is just as important as establishing culture. Mm-hmm. Because, like, imagine building a house, painting it one time, putting the roof on it one time, but you never go back on and, like, update the roof. You never repaint outside, and you're always like, oh, yeah, it's good. We painted it that one time. That's not how anything works in life. Things have to be maintained, Mm -hmm. and things have to be protected, and things have to be defined. So, ultimately, we have to protect culture, which means we need culture carriers. Yeah. First and foremost, in in terms of protecting culture, mm-hmm. you need people to own culture. Yeah. And if you don't have people who embody it and show, here's what it is, here's the direction that we're going, mm-hmm. here's how we do things, then you're never going to have it. Like at the gym, there's people always get mad at the employee because yeah. they're always the guy who's like, yo, you have to re-rack those weights. And it's funny to me because people always get mad at that guy. Yeah. But it's like that's literally his job mm-hmm. is to protect the culture of the gym mm-hmm. to make sure that the rate the weights are re-racked. Yeah. It's like that's his job mm-hmm. is to carry the culture of cleanliness and yeah. honoring the place. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to protect a culture. Yeah. And 
I think first and foremost is people have to, in a sense, get permission or um, almost, we could say it like this, people need to be deputized mm. to protect the culture. Yeah. Because if not, then they won't, they, they might feel like it's not their role or they don't have the right to say something to somebody else yeah. or it's not their job is mm -hmm. like what, what people would say. Yeah. So you need to be able to look at people like I've looked at Buddy before and we've looked at other people before and be like, yo, like you need to help protect the culture. Yeah. This is on you in a sense. And I trust you because you carry the current culture to help protect the culture. Mm -hmm. And that's important to deputize people. Yeah into maintaining what it should be yeah yeah i mean it's big because it can't just be the leader say, saying one thing and then that's it but it has to has to be i mean ultimately ultimately as you go down you want everybody saying the same thing but it, yeah. as it continues to go down in the you know your leadership um i don't know what you would call it branch or yeah whatever, whatever it is whatever it is it's it's people continually articulating and you know protecting the culture no matter what because obviously like you can't be everywhere at once so no, if, it's, if it's just the leader uh, only when articulating culture then it's like well what happens when the leader's not there and no one else is doing it well no one else is going to articulate the culture so you just got to do those things so it's like and even even be, even i've even seen it done is like you even do it with people where like you know this specifically they're really good at this part of the culture so yes. now they're seen as someone who really like obviously they carry the full culture but they really emphasize on like yeah this on this specific point like you know like in youth group like when when uh you were a youth pastor like we would always talk about like energy matters and then we would have people who are really upbeat really high energy who really set the temperature all the time we would always have them like yo yo when you you know when you step in a room people how how the mood is will be based on what your temperature is because so you're true. the person who gets everyone going so like if you come in and you're just chill and you just kind of sit down and you're laid back then everyone's going to be chilled and sit down and lay back but we want to be upbeat we want to be active we want to yeah. be talking to people and if everyone sees you doing that then everyone's going to do it and that that person now becomes deputi deputized yeah. to be a culture carrier of you know energy matters and now 100%. we now we don't have to ever worry about Oh well, Pastor Cordy is he has to you know consistently remind us energy matters. But now we can see someone who's caring. That's good. That. Yeah, yeah, and everywhere needs us. Like you, you have to have people who who carry the culture and are deputized for it, or yeah. else it's just. And this is the issue with a lot of leadership: is it's just a guy yelling, "This is what we do," mm -hmm. as opposed to people living it out. And like, mm -hmm. in order to protect the culture, people got to believe in it. Yeah. If they don't believe in the culture, then they'll never carry it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just, it's so important to make it easy to articulate. If yeah. I'm thinking about like protecting culture, vision, values, all of it, mm -hmm. I think it's got to be posted everywhere. Like everywhere. that's something we have to be better at. Yeah. We need to post those things everywhere and we're working on it. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be visible, it needs to be repeatable. Mm -hmm. People need to be deputized because it's not visible. It's easy to forget. Yeah. Like, like it's easy to forget. And you see this in a lot of churches. You see this not only in a lot of churches. You see this in a lot of places. Like, yeah. I think the gym's a great example. Like, you see people that, like, came into the gym and they were, like, one way. And then they completely adapt to the culture of the gym or the mm -hmm. people that go there during that time. You see it, like, with CrossFitters all the time, right? Like, mm -hmm. All they did was show up to like 
one month of CrossFit. Next thing you know, that's all they talk about. Yeah. That's all they care about. Mm. Now they're also intermittent fasting yeah. and a carnivore at the same time. And it's like they are wearing the CrossFit shorts. They got a Reebok T-shirt on. <laughs> it's like they're going – they're talking about the wad of the day. Like yeah. they're talking about all of it. All they of have it. bought into the culture. And I think that's yeah. what makes even like CrossFit so – what it is is like they've built a culture Mm. how cool is that they like that it's not even a gym because it's gyms all over that have bought into a crossfit culture that spill it over into people but it's everywhere Mm. and they post it they give people to talk about they articulate it they let people they deputize people to protect it Mm. and the church has to be better at it because Mm -hmm. like a kingdom culture is not just what we do in the building a kingdom culture is what we carry all the time yeah and if we don't protect it, then what people do is they'll acclimate to whatever, like, the most dominant culture is or wherever they're most comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I th- and I think that goes to show that, like, culture isn't just a set of words on a, you know, on a billboard or on a poster on the wall. <laughs> it's got to be but it's, lived. But it's a, it's a lifestyle. So it's not that we're protecting a, a set of words that we've thought were cool and catchy but we're protecting a lifestyle that is expected to be you know lived within a community um and that's how it is and you know and part of protecting it is like you know checking those things and i always say all the time is like sometimes you have to be and you're not a bad guy in a sense but sometimes you have to be the bad guy yeah where you got to be like hey you know like you said like for for example the guy at the gym that says you have to make sure people are racking their weights everybody hates him everyone hates him and unfortunately, he's seen as like the bad guy, but like he he's doing his job. He's but doing imagine the gym without him. Like it would you, be chaos. You, you'd go to find like two dumbbells that match, and like mm-hmm. people do weird stuff at the gym, right? Like one is like up on the ceiling attached <laughs> to a band, and the other one's like buried under thirteen other dumbbells. Yeah. It's like you're gonna hate that gym. Yeah, you can have something else to complain about. Uh-huh. And I'd rather have a clean gym where someone nags me for what yep. I forgot. Then something dirty mm-hmm. that I can't find nothing in and I don't want to be a part of anymore because yeah. it's it's a wreck. It's a wreck. And Crazy. you need to, like, if you're listening to this and you're in any type of leadership, yes, you are a culture carrier and you yes. are deputized to own the culture. Now, that mm-hmm. does not mean you're a jerk. Yeah. There's, like, a no, way yeah, to talk yeah, to yeah, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, I often don't just come right out and, like, nail someone with, with what's going on. Yeah. Most of the time, it's like a question. It's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Or, hey, we don't do that here. Yeah. It's easy. And, like, it's not often, like, in public Mm -hmm. to embarrass somebody, but sometimes it needs to be in public Mm -hmm. so you can set a tone in front of everybody. Like, I've been in meetings where I look at people and I'm like, we're all right here in the meeting right now. Please stop talking. Mm-hmm. And like it sets the tone for everybody else. It's like there's no side conversations in this meeting. We're yeah. all locked in on one topic. Yeah. Your topic's not important, more mm-hmm. important than this. Yeah. But you know, probably the most radical thing I did for culture <laughs> was uh we had some interns one time and we had we have team meetings. Mm-hmm. And team meetings, if you're just starting them out, normally are not the best cuz people are just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're there, they're not there. So we were building a culture of like really good team meetings. And uh, these these Bible college interns didn't tell nobody that they were showing up like 40 minutes late. So they come into this meeting 40 minutes late, three of them. 
just like nothing like didn't matter every who cares it's like no like this isn't like you're just a volunteer like you're actually required to be at this meeting for school yeah so they're there for like 10 minutes and then they all get up at the same time and walk out together (laughs) and it's not like it's like 25 people in the meeting so it's like everybody sees it everybody realizes what's happening it's like that is so disrespectful and like selfish yeah so i looked at the people sitting closest to the doors was like shut the doors and lock them and they come back like five minutes later all three of them like would you like three dudes go to the bathroom (laughs) together or something like and they knocked on the door i was like don't open it if they don't respect the meeting then they're not welcome in here right now Mm -hmm. like if they're not going to honor every single one of your time they're not going to honor the effort that we all put into this meeting to make happen if they don't care about the direction that we're going yeah enough to at least say what's up like hey we're running late sorry or like then they don't care about it Mm -hmm. and some people well that's really like mean and they they sat in the hallway for like another 30 minutes Mm -hmm. until the meeting was done and then i let them have it a little bit but it's just like super disrespectful yeah but sometimes you've got to protect the culture yeah and that set a high tone on like no you show up on time Mm -hmm. you communicate you honor everybody in this room yeah and it's not about any of us. It's about it's about all of us. Yeah. And you're not going to disrespect other people. Yeah. And you have to do that sometimes to to protect culture. Yeah. And I think people remember those moments more than just you know, hey, this is our culture. I think people remember it more than when they see like either the culture enacted out in public or <laughs> a culture enacted out in in public or it or a time it was protected. Yeah. Like no one's going to forget that. Well, if you don't protect it, it's just a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And like we've been saying in these like, hey, without vision, people do whatever they want. Whatever they want. Yeah. And without culture, people do whatever they want. Yeah. And culture doesn't allow certain things. Like, bro, look at North Korea. You want to talk about culture? Like, oh, okay, yeah. sure, it's government ran, but it's still culture. Mm-hmm. Like, there are crazy things they're not allowed to do. Yeah. And they protect it. Yeah. And they protect it via fear, which is not the answer. Yeah. But they protect it yeah or even like 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 japan like i was watching this video of like uh people who moved there from like america or wherever and they were talking to him and he was like pretty much essentially what he said was like the culture is so deep here and everyone follows it so much that if you if you act differently people will look at you and they'll notice because because mm-hmm. everyone everyone's like it's whatever it is when you get on the train, when you walk down the street, when you're at a restaurant, like the culture is so embedded and everyone follows it so much. Like it, it, it you would be the oddball because compared to America, everyone's like you kind of do, can do your own thing yeah. and you're not seen as different. But you become a standout if you divert from the culture because everyone follows it so much and it's become so much ingrained within their communities and within their industries and things like that. Yeah. So it's like, so they, and he was like, yeah, he's like, you're like, is it has it been difficult? And they were like, Honestly, here's the best tip. Just do what everyone else does and you'll be fine. <laughs> and you'll be fine because it's protecting it's like and if if you're like crazy, like you know, they're like if you're on like the train or the bus and you're talking super loud and you're like acting out like people will look at you weird and they'll you know, and they'll say something to you because they're protecting the culture of their, their country, their community. Yeah. So it's like it's it's important and it, I mean we see the importance of it and that's why it's so important yeah. to protecting it. Yeah, so I I think one is like to protect it, you got to carry it. Yeah, because 
if you try to enforce something you don't do, you don't then do you're just you. a hypocrite, and yep. no one's interested in yep. that. So you got to be a carrier. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want honor, you better give honor. Yep. If you want kindness, you want forgiveness, whatever it is, in yep. terms of culture, you better carry it. Yeah. Also, I think it's like, was it with a neighborhood watch? It's like, see something, say something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Like, if you want to protect culture, like, if you see something, say something. Inspect what you expect. Yeah, if, if you realize someone is new to the culture and they're out here like talking about people or mm-hmm. saying stuff that you, or like jokes that are not accepted in the culture because they hurt the values and yeah. they hurt the culture of what's going on. And it's like, if you see something, say something Yeah. or else you're not protecting the culture. Mm-hmm. And if you've been deputized, you can look at somebody like, yo, we just, we don't joke about that around yeah. here. You know, again, you don't have to be mean. It's yeah. like, Hey, we just don't joke about that around here because it could hurt somebody, and we don't do that. Yep. We value people. It's a family, yep. like we talked about last week, and we don't hurt our family. Yep. And I know you're not doing it to be mean or malicious, but here we don't do that. Yeah, That's like not a mean thing no. at all that's pretty straightforward. It's protecting culture. Yeah, And you have to do it because if you don't do it, it'll turn into anything. Yep. And that is scary. Yeah, very scary. That's something you can't do. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a different – there's a mindset that you can look at it with. And uh, Buddy mentioned it earlier, so we'll just jump into that real quick. I liked your analogy. Um, he self-appointed himself. <laughs> He's like, I wanted to be like the the culture police, but I don't want to be a cop. Not that <laughs> I don't like cops. I just don't want to be the cop because it's like you have to like. Inf- yeah, people just think when they hear like cop, people are like, oh, here, you know, like here, here's a cop comes, or it's like a, you know, they think of like a. They th- just think and, they're in trouble. Yeah, they think they're in trouble. So I was like, well, I was like. What, but what if I was like, you know, the big homie of, of the culture? <laughs> because everyone everyone wants a big homie, and a big homie is like someone who protects the culture and someone, you know, people look up to or they teaches look you to the in way, a way, and... teaches the way and stuff like that. So people would much rather see a big homie come to them than like, you know, a cop. <laughs> Not that we have anything against cops. No, we love cops. But, it's, um, you know. But yeah, we, d- we just don't want to – it doesn't – Protecting the culture doesn't have to be a negative connotation. No. And that's what I would be scared about is you got everyone running around like bullying each yeah. other into a culture. It's yeah. like, well, no, like we have to show the benefit of it because if we don't show the benefit of it, then it's fear-based. And if it's fear-based, then it's going to suck and it's weird and yeah. it gets culty and like no one's interested in that. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus didn't lead fear-based. No. Um, he taught and he gave reasoning yeah. as to why to do things. Mm-hmm. That way uh, a culture, a kingdom culture could be built. Yeah. And we could live inside of that kingdom and the culture of that kingdom. So Mm -hmm. it's just important to realize, like, yeah, sometimes you do need to check somebody. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm nervous too. Well, grow up. Yeah. Like, just do it. Just check somebody real quick. Confrontation, confrontation. Yeah. Or or like, was it like confrontation delayed is conflict like increased? Yeah. And that's where a lot of people's like issues get way bad. Yeah. If you don't just handle it. Yeah. Or I, heard, I, read, I read something on Instagram the other day. It was like, better have better to have a hard conversation right now than to clean up a, 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 what was it, a catastrophe later on. Yeah. And on that is like most of the time it's seen in an attitude before an action. Mm-hmm. Check the attitude yeah. before it turns into the action. Yeah. And that's the issue is people like, wow, I just don't know. What if they don't like me? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you – Give them the truth in love. Yeah. Was that Ephesians four fifteen? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I love the scripture because you think about like the truth love paradox. Yeah. If you only ever give truth, but there's no love. Yeah. People will resist you. Yeah. It's just it just is what it is because yeah. you're that's like being the cop, right? Yeah. That's like, oh my gosh, I want to avoid them because I'm just yeah. gonna be in trouble. Yeah. I'm just gonna get pulled over. Yeah. Like I'm gonna see them flashing lights and my yeah. heart's gonna sink and mm. like you don't want to be the flashing yeah, lights like when freak. you show up and they're like, oh my yeah. gosh, what I do now? Yeah. Like that sucks. That's not a family. That's yeah. that's awful. Yeah. But. And here's the flip side, and this is where a lot of people actually live. They live on the other side of, well, they give all love but no truth. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there's never, there's no maturity. There's yeah. no growth. There's yeah. no increase. It's just like you want to pacify people. But mm -hmm. but leaders are not politicians. We're not here to make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. We're here to make God happy, yep. and we're here to build a good culture and yep. great structure and accomplish a vision, um, but to do it in a healthy way. Yep. And the healthiest way to do it is truth in love. Yep. Because when you love somebody and you share the truth with them, they will grow, yeah. they will increase, there will be forward progress. And this is what people need. They need truth and love. Yeah. And that's how you protect a culture is truth and love. You yeah. you you live it and then you verbalize it. Yeah. And then you check people when they need to get checked. Yeah. But if, if you're not showing it, right, like um a couple of years ago we had a, a girl, she got saved and um, she's awesome. Ended up like on the leadership team and she was on worship. And I was just nervous that she was getting to a point where like she wasn't, it was almost like, I'll be this songbird of my generation. Mm -hmm. And I, I love this girl. I think she's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, I had noticed that like when everybody else is doing like hard stuff to clean up, sometimes she wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So one night when we were all cleaning up, I was like, yo, come with me real quick. We're going to vacuum the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Like we are. Yeah. So I grab a vacuum. She grabs a vacuum. And I was just talking to her. I'm like, I want to make sure that you are the greatest servant, period. Mm -hmm. Because that's how you increase in God's kingdom. Like yeah. if you want to be the greatest, you, you, you be the servant of all. Yeah. And we're not scared of hard things. We do hard mm -hmm. things. And I'm not saying you are. But what I am saying is I've noticed a couple times some people are doing hard stuff and you're texting. Yeah. And you're better than that. And if you're going to be a great leader and you're going to achieve the highest level of leadership that God has for you and influence that God has for you, yeah. I don't want it to be by man manufactured. Yeah. It's going to be by being a great leader. Yeah. And it starts like this. Yeah. And we vacuumed like what we vacuumed the, uh, uh, the altar yeah. of the sanctuary together, mm -hmm. because if I'm going to sit there and be like, yo, you got to like lead by cleaning. Yeah. I'm going to clean. Gotta, I'm going yeah. to show it right now. Like, yeah, I'm not above this. I do not care. Yeah. And, like, bro, catch me around. I will be cleaning bathrooms. Like, if there's a mess yeah. and I check it and I see it, it we're going to clean it up. Yeah. Why? Because it needs to be. If, yeah. if someone's acting out of character, I'm probably going to check them. You're probably going to yeah. hear something like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just simple. Like, yo, simple. what's up? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, that's not what we do here. Mm -hmm. You know that. Why are you doing that? What's yeah. up? Oh, someone hurt you? Shoot. Let's... Let's go get them. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's figure this out. Let's be mature about mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Um, and it's just important. We got to be, we got to protect the culture. Yeah. Yeah. What else and, you got to say about it? Um, big homie buddy. Yeah. You know, just be a big homie. And for those who don't know what that is, it's, it's just like a big brother or a big sister. Like, that's really all it is. Like being like, so like being a big brother, right? So like I have younger siblings. So like, you know, my mom, when, <laughs> when like my siblings, like they didn't do something, they would get yelled at, you know, they would get screamed at rightfully so if they didn't do the, their chores or they were like not acting up in yeah. school or whatever. But then I would go to them. I'm like, man, listen, just do the dishes. All right. 
Yeah. Just do them. Get it out the way. Then she's not going to yell at you. She's not going to scream at you. She can't have nothing to say because you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. So it's like different. It's like, you know, you're not going to them. You know, and you're 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 able to come to people in a way where it's like then they're able to get it. You're able to say, hey, you should have did the dishes. You didn't. You know, you messed up. Right. Just in the future. Just do them. Get out the way. Yeah. Don't have to worry about yeah. it. And here's how you do them. Here's how you do them. Or here. How about this? After you cook. Just wash them right there, and then you don't have to worry yeah. about them piling up and da da da. You know, and just talking to them in the way where it's not like they some they feel like you know you're you're uh like a dictator telling them what to do, but you're kind of like hey, you're siding with them, you're yeah. be, you're giving them the truth, like hey, you did mess up, you were in the wrong, but here's how to fix it. No one's looking at you weird. Yeah. No one's mad at you. This is that just how we'd be better. And think about it: if you don't talk to them like that, they're just gonna resist you. Yeah, they're just gonna not like you. And like they're like, oh, I hate buddy, man, yeah. man, man. As opposed to like, ayo, like, let's work on this together. Yeah. Let's figure this thing out. Let let's be better. Yeah. And here's how. Mm-hmm. That changes the whole oh, conversation yeah. because just the same as with your siblings, they have to buy into what you're telling them. Yeah. It's the same with when you're leading people or if you're just on a team with people. If if you're just trying to like ram your truth, yeah, hey, you lose. Mm-hmm. You'll lose every time. Every time. You got to be, what's the right word? You got to be, it's not, you just got to be wise in how you articulate and navigate these conversations. Yeah, it just, it's not like, well, I just told them what it is. It's like, well, you lose. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Just, yeah, you just, you, I just want to tell them how it is. Like, right on. You just, there's a, a better goal than just telling someone how it is. Like, that's not the goal. Yeah, they got to believe in it. it. Yeah. Because if they don't believe in it, who cares? Now yeah. they're just mad at you. <laughs> yeah, now they're just mad at you. And then they're probably not going to now do it. Yeah, do now now they're going to avoid you, and they're yeah. going to resist what you told them to do. Mm-hmm. And the culture that you tried to protect, you actually just ruined. Yeah. Because as you yelled at them, you t- <laughs> guess what? You violated a value. Right. By not treating them like family. Mm-hmm. So we got to protect culture. Got to protect culture. It's very important. Yeah. Have anything else to add? Um, nah, I think that's the bulk of it. That's the bulk. It's easy. Mm. It's not hard. No. Just don't be, just don't be a, don't be a baby about it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Put it on your back and do it and do it for the kingdom. You mm. know, you're not doing it for me or your pastor. You're no. not doing it for buddy. Do it. And you're not even doing it like for the ministry you're part of. Do it for the kingdom. Yeah. Cause if, if, if culture is protected, then the kingdom's going to be better. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Yeah. We're kingdom people. Yeah. This is not about building something good for me or for Buddy or for you or anything else. This is we're building this because we love Jesus. Yeah. And if we love Jesus, we're going to protect yeah. what he started every time. Awesome. Amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed uh, this week's episode of Uproar Leadership. Uh, go ahead and give this a share with someone you think might be able to really share it uh, with a friend. Share with a friend. Uh, pastor, Give it a rating. Uh, leader, someone who who you think could really uh, use this. Post it on your social. On your Do social. something with it. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Upper Conference. Go to our website at theupper.org for other um, resources to sign up for conference right now. Just keep on the lookout for more information. But we love you guys, and I will see you next week.